This is Tall Boy Radio. Each week, your hosts, Beans, Gaz and Andy, grab a beer and discuss our topic of the week. We try to keep things uncomplicated. The premise for this podcast is as simple as we are. Not only can you listen to us wherever good podcasts are found, you can also watch us. Just search Tall Boy Radio on YouTube. If you have a story and want to feature on the show, drop us an email at tbrpodcast at hotmail.com or leave us a comment on social media at Tallboy Radio on Twitter and Facebook and at Tallboy Radio Podcast on Instagram or leave us a message via the Anchor app which we can play on the show. This is a Beans Does Stuff production. Anyway, the show is about to start so go grab yourself a cold one, sit back and enjoy. Welcome back to episode 52 of Tall Boy Radio. Now, this week we were hoping to have Johnny Cree join us, um, who designed the dart flights for us. However, he's unavailable. He ended up getting uh, called into a darts match. It got rearranged, and he's playing that online as we speak. So good luck, Johnny, if you listen to this. But not to worry, because we also had another guest lined up to join us, and that is David from Double Trouble. How are you doing? Do you have a good Christmas? I did, thank you. It's good to be back. Good, good, good. Um, so, yeah, we're not trying any Double Trouble products tonight, but we will be keen to pick his brains to find out what's coming next, what he has lined up next, any taste testing. I'm probably talking a little bit about the competition that he's got going, although when this drops in about, you know, from when we're recording this on the 12th, it drops on the 23rd, that might all be sort of sold up now because it's going really well, isn't it? It's gone in the first 24 hours. We sold, I think, 40, 40 to 59 numbers. So it was quite, uh, quite surprising that it went so quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one likely to be all sold up. But we'll talk a little bit about the prize a little bit later because that is a fantastic prize you got on offer. But first, what are you? Have you got a beer or a, a gin or anything on the go, David? I've got nothing. I'm doing dry January bizarrely. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I just felt that I probably should stop drinking for at least a month um, after solidly drinking for about six months. It felt like <laughs> you'd give a liver a rest. <laughs> <laughs> right, I might have to try that. I've been solidly drinking for the last 47 years. So. I was going to say, I don't think there's a month I've gone. I, I did try. I did, I did make an attempt to do dry, dry October or whatever it was, and I think I lasted about two weeks or three weeks, and I thought, nah, I saw that. Go. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it last the whole month of January, and I didn't really start until the fifth. So it's oh, probably okay. a, it's not the best dry January that's ever been done. So what you're saying is it's going to be a couple of weeks, basically. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than nothing. It's better than absolutely. nothing. Absolutely, absolutely. Go on then, Gaza. What is it you're drinking? If you want to say hello. Um, hi guys. Uh, great to be back again. Um, yeah, um, looking forward to um, to this episode. Uh, one of my favourite topics, uh, darts, and obviously can't really talk about one of my favourite topics without drinking one of my favourite beers, which is Huygon, uh, and it's out of a I don't know personalised TBR merch uh, glass, kindly provided by uh, Ad. So thank you very much. So yeah, looking forward to this. Nice one, nice one. And we got, I've got some other merch to showcase shortly, but we'll say hello to Andy first. Hello. I'm on uh, Gentleman Jack today. No, oh, yeah, Gentleman nice. Jack. Just yeah. 
Large glass of it. Good man. <laughs> Good man. It's a nice one, that is. I do like that. And the beer I've chosen is one, I've got to be honest, I wasn't sure about it when I picked it up. Wasn't sure about it when I smelt it because it smells absolutely vile. But taste-wise, I don't know. It might be up there with the Duchess or you know one of those ones that's Ooh, yeah. Don't, don't mention that, dude. So it's Tiny Rebel. It's a it's a brewery that we know well, Andy, isn't it? It's a good one. Mm. It's normally the, go every all their all their beers are normally all right. <laughs> well, this one is an Imperial Marshmallow Porter, so it's nine percent, but it's got an interesting flavour to it. It's can you see that on the can there oh, if you watch it on YouTube? It's the Stay Puff one. It is honey. Oh, marshmallow. Yeah, honey no, it's ham. a honey glazed ham flavored beer. My mate buys. Well, I, don't, uh, I don't. I don't mind the honey glazed ham. I've eaten honey glazed ham before, and it's absolutely gorgeous. But in a beer, I'm not too sure if I'm honest. But it smells of it. It, it literally tastes like there's a ham sat in the glass. I'm not sure. You get that served with marshmallows in some places. Yeah, like floating in the top. Blimey. Have you tried that invento as like a oh, event? Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't like Vimto. I, I don't think that I don't even think it would improve that one. It, it's it's one of those ones that might I'm hoping is a grower because I bought two cans of it. <laughs> 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 Dude, you see, you, you've messed up already. Just to always have a backup. So if the first one's never too good, there's always a backup. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. So anyway, it's kicking us off. Before we get going and talking about darts, we shared on um, on Twitter earlier some of the new merch we've got available. So I've got the new because we we switch suppliers. I can't remember if we said in the last podcast. You, Got a little bit of feedback, didn't we, off our listeners that our, our merchandise was probably a little bit on the expensive side. It came from Germany, so shipping was expensive and everything. So we decided to switch supplies. So I thought I'd better order some of the new stuff to see what it's like. So this is the new T-shirt, if you're watching on YouTube. Pretty much the same as the last one, same design, but I think this one's now available on 19 different colours. Um, so that I've, I don't know why I picked green, to be honest, but nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless why not? And then the one, the one that certainly turned David's eye was the uh, was the wag bag. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's brilliant. That is. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, the quality of it is really, really good quality. It's just a pity it's spoiled with our images on it. <laughs> I don't mean to brag, but I'm a TBR wag. It doesn't get any better than that. It's no, genius. I <laughs> and, that, and that design's available on mini skirts as well, David. I, I imagine they'll be in high demand. <laughs> Have you got any early stats on what's going the fastest? Yeah, not no, the mini skirts. No, 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 not the mini skirts. I don't believe that. Yeah, we, we sold some stickers as well. There's one of the stickers there with all our images on it. Yeah, there we go. And, and. If you thought the bag was exciting, wait till you see the card. It could be a Christmas card. You could send it any occasion, but look at this. Can you see that? Reverend the, Beans. The Reverend Beans. And it even says there are Reverend Beans on the back as well as the front. So any occasion, weddings, christenings, get involved with that. I, I, assume, I assume you do know the story, Dave, that Adam obviously is fully a, a man of the cloth and all of that, and actually he is licensed to... Do, uh, I'll, 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 that might be a, a story from another time, but yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I, I am an ordained minister. I can perform weddings, baptisms, exorcisms. Uh, <laughs> you name it. <laughs> you name it. Yeah, I'll have a go at it. 
I didn't know that, but yeah, let's save the story for another episode. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But when we when we come up to Scotland for the for the disability darts, we may have to stop off at Gretna Green and see if we can perform at my services <laughs> there if needs be. Are you in high demand? I've I've had one offer. I have had one offer. It was I forget what it was. I think it was Missouri. Um, someone in a in a state correctional facility had asked if I could marry them. Not me marry them, just to clarify, but just a bit to to officiate at the wedding. Um, but I couldn't do it uh, because, well, you're not allowed to travel. I should look into whether I can do that online. Actually, that could be a nice little sideline. <laughs> So disability darts. Anyway, is is that is that one likely going to be coming ahead? Where are we with that one? Uh, as far as I know, everything's going ahead as planned. Ted's no uh, no flagged any issues. So as far as we know, full steam ahead. Oh, that's good stuff. That's good. Yeah, stuff. that's good. I, I played um, I played online against um, there's a guy called Graham Mitchell who he's got a prosthetic arm and he he in the past has been England captain of the the England disability um, team. And when I was chatting to him about it, um, I don't know whether or not, I said to Adam on a previous episode, I don't know whether he's captain or if he's even sort of selected, but he was like, I'm not sure, I don't know. Um, the whispers are that it sort of might be off, but we think it might be on. And he was a little bit like sort of cage. Now, obviously, you're more in the know than he is. Obviously, you, you know, you, you'll be one of the main sponsors and all that. So, you're, you know, you'll be more in the know than he will. But he was... I mean, great guy and stuff, but he was a little bit like, mm, yeah, we were hoping so. Everybody is hoping so, but there's obviously in the back of your mind, you're thinking maybe not. Yeah, I think it'll all just depend on the rates and the the position that each country's in and what they decide is the right the right answer for the NHS. Do you think it'll go ahead? In, so if, obviously, if you don't get a full complement of, of countries being represented, you still think they'll go with not quite a shell sort of competition would you think they'll still do something with some of the teams it's a good question i think if they've gone if they've got i don't know what the minimum number would be for them to go ahead with it but they must yeah. have an idea um gary because like there may well be uh, countries that the worst might still be restricted from traveling and that whereas yeah. others they might be able to come across i think they've put quite a bit of effort into trying to work with the Scottish ministers and find out exactly everything they can do to make it go ahead. Yeah. Um, so a lot will just depend on the situation. It's like, like everything, really. Um, yeah. It's annoying. Um, but, I mean, even if it ends up being postponed, we'll, uh, it'll definitely go ahead at some point. Yeah, yeah. And does that, would that, I assume, obviously, that impacts you in terms of sponsor and stuff. Have you, is that, your sponsorship, is that something that is sort of, effectively linked to the events if the event runs later on in the year that's not going to affect you too much you haven't got like major sort of products centered around that time of the year as such or no it shouldn't affect us i mean worst case we may well end up with some holding stock longer than we may have done had it went ahead it's not a massive problem because alcohol especially spirit got quite a long shelf life Um, yeah so it'll be fine that's good that's good to hear. So, obviously, you know, it's, we've just had the Christmas period, and you know, one of the things that is Christmas for me is makes Christmas in my house is the darts on the telly, um, and you know, 
I think if you're listening to our current episode at the moment, which is out there, which is Andy's debut episode where he led it for the first time about music, which is performing well. Gaz got a fit of the giggles halfway through because we were watching it. We had the TV on in the background and we saw Peter Wright coming on dressed as the Grinch. Yeah, honestly, literally, David, it's like we were in the middle, and and I apologise, Andy, because actually I've listened back to his episode, and it's a really, really, really decent episode. But about halfway through, I literally looked up and I was like, I was, I said, Chad, I was like, I said, dude, are you actually watching what's on TV? Because literally, Peter Wright, full on Grinch. I was like, what have I just seen? But literally, like the Grinch, it was brilliant. It literally was brilliant. Yeah, I was I, I was a bit nervous about this tournament coming on as well, with there being no crowds. But I I don't think it really affected it. What did, what did you guys think? Um, I I still like the crowds. I must admit, I do I do like the. And as much as you try to simulate the crowd noise, or Sky did through the, when you're watching it on TV and stuff, I, I still think that darts is a. It's a pub sport. It's a it's a sport that need and it is a sport but it's a sport that needs atmosphere to me you know it, it's a poor orientated social orientated game so i i was a bit like whilst the darts were decent i just didn't think you got that interaction with the you know the turning to the crowd and giving it loads of sort of stuff i i was i just thought it felt a bit it fell a bit short for me and and it looked great that the pdc put it on great that we had a world championships great that the event went ahead and everything else um, but as a spectacle, like I say, I look forward to it over Christmas. You know, you've got the guys there and they're doing the chants and the, they've got the inflatables going all over the place. And so for me, it just it just lacked a little bit. Um, but as I say, fair play, hats off. You know, they, they got the event on. We've got a what I think relatively worthy world champion. I don't like the guy, but he's a worthy world champion. So um, fair play. I see. I guess on you know on the on the crowd. Maybe it doesn't the crowds don't bother me not being there because I'm an Arsenal fan, so I'm used to watching sport take place in silence. Library, <laughs> <laughs> the library. Yeah, that's it. But you know, on on the front of that, then go on. Yeah, Gaz, Gaz alluded to it. Then we've got a new world number one, a new world champ, and he's Welsh. Uh, you know, I was going to say just like me, I'm half Welsh, so you know, I, I appreciated that. Did you see any of it, Andy? Did you see any of the darts over the over the Christmas period? Um... I like to look at the Grinch, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't really watch it. No. But yeah, so so Gerwin Price, world number one now, and a worthy winner of that tournament, although he made hard work of it in the end going for those doubles. And I've been in that position a few times myself, not on, the, not on that stage, but certainly trying to hit those doubles. You're not a fan then, Gazza? Um, I, I'm, I'm not a massive fan of, of Gerwin Price. I think... I don't get me wrong. I think he's a. I think he's a great player, and I think he's. You know, he's obviously worthy world number one. He, he's had a great twelve months. He's, his stats back up. You know, the fact that he's world number one, the number of events he's won. I just. I suppose he's one of those Marmite characters. Looking back in darts history, so you've got people like Eric Bristow, you've got Jockey Wilson, you've got you know you've got people who, who were sort of polarized. So a bit like sort of Peter Manley back in the day. Some people thought he's fantastic in his gamesmanship sort of you know helped but then others were like no he gets under people's skin too much and so for me he he just I don't think he's respectful enough of the other darts player when he's giving it the full beans and he turns around and he's like come on you know I don't think he's respectful enough great to, you know pump yourself up and stuff but I, I don't think you need to be so 
in your face doing it. I think there's a time and a place, and darts, I suppose, isn't really sport for that. So for me, just I appreciate his darts. I appreciate his world number one. I appreciate he's a world champion, and fair play to him. But I just don't like some of his antics, if I'm honest. What about yourself, David? Do you celebrate on the hockey when you when you nail one past your brother? So I definitely celebrate when I beat my brother, yeah. Every leg, every double goes in, punch the air. They can't see me because we didn't play it on camera, but I'm punching the air and cheering like you would not believe. Um, so, what, so, so what are your thoughts on on on, on Price then? Obviously, he beat uh, Anderson in the final, fellow Scotsman. So yeah. what, what were your thoughts there then? I, it was a bit gutted being a Scotsman to see Anderson get beat. But, I mean, uh, Gerland was the better player on the night by far and probably has been the better player throughout the season. Yeah. But uh, similar, similar view to you guys, I, I think that as much as that can be good for the crowds to, to like, and then also for the press as well to, to have something to talk about him being like that. Yeah. And I've watched, I think it would just annoy me, especially if you were not playing your best, it, it would really get on your nerves. And, uh, yeah. and I don't know. So that for me, like, and I, I've never met him. He might be a lovely guy and he's yeah. just like that. Okay, right. But um, nah, he's no for me. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I, I suppose, you know, you look at other sports and there's always that, sort of not maverick player but there's always that there's that one guy that really is the, the polarizing guy you know and, and a snooky look at ronnie or alex higgins back in the day and some people thought he was a genius and some people hated him and they went for the the clean cut steve davis as opposed to the alex higgins you know you, you look at maybe ronnie o'sullivan you look at some of the footballers you know real polar sort of characters um and I, I think he's one of them. I think you'll get loads of people that go, no, I like it. He's good. Don't I think he's great for the game because, yeah. as as you said, Dave, I think he gets he gets people writing about it. He gets people watching it. He he, he he's created a a persona that people feel as though he winds up other players and stuff. So, and I think the crowd, when you do get the crowd, I think the Premier League. If we get the Premier League on with crowd, I think that's going to be, you know, some play, sometimes we like a proper bear pit going in there, isn't it? And people are going to either love him or hate him and it's going to be brilliant. Do, do you think that's part of the reason why he's been more successful this year and that the crowds haven't been there getting on his case because the crowds don't, don't know how to get on his case sometimes, do they? Do you think that's been part of the secret for success? Mm. Possibly, maybe, yeah. And, mm. and I know he, he will say he feeds off the crowd and he loves it and, mm. you know, he couldn't give a flying fudge what the crowd think and I know he says that, but it, it can't you can't, surely you can't just completely shut it off. You know, if you've got 10,000 people literally screaming when you're about to throw a dart, you know, you can, as much as you might say, oh, it doesn't bother me, it's got to at some point, surely, I don't know. But oh, It used to put me off terribly on a Monday night when, <laughs> when I'm playing and I've got you, Sid and Martin barracking me <laughs> from, from the bar. And we, I, I got to start off with. We uh, so back back in the day, it's a few years ago now. We, we said there was me, Adam. There's my brother Paul, although everyone calls him Sid, so I can't call him Paul. So there's me, Adam, Sid. Obviously, a couple of other guys, Big Gray, my old man. He, he would sort of run the team, and um, and literally we just used to turn up on a Monday night, and it was a it was more of a sort of social just get together and have a couple of beers. I mean, I I love my darts and I I play half decent, so. Um, but yeah, back in the day, Ad was up there and he's like, I don't know, he'd be on something like 100 
And he'd go like, ball, ball. I was like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> and then he'd hit the first ball, and then he'd go for the second ball, and like, literally, his opponents look at us as if they go, you cocky fudge. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's lazy maths. Lazy maths. <laughs> just literally, you just stand there and just try and hit like, ball, ball. You're like, Ad, what are you doing? I-, I can remember one game, I was left at a 1 2 2, so I thought, well, it's obvious, isn't it? Treble 20, treble 20, double one. So the first two went in treble 20, treble 20, and Gaz pipes up, if this goes low, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> and obviously, it, it went low. <laughs> to be fair, he was true to his word. <laughs> is that, is that what you did? It's weird because we're on a sort of lazy master, so we're on a busting one, two, one. I had a game, was it last week? And I hit, I think I bust, I think, was it 100, 130, 126 or so? Treble 20, treble 20, and then left myself double 10. So that's 120, so 140. So I went treble 20, treble 20, double 10. And hit treble 20, hit treble 20, three for double 10, it double 50. <laughs> what an absolute <laughs> idiot. It's like, just throw wide, literally just throw wide. Just yeah. give, and, I, and literally went the double 50 and I stood there. I was like, it was one of these, um, it's like an online thing where you score via knacker, which is like an online app. And then yeah. obviously you, you've got your camera pointing. And literally I just went, like this and the guy the other he's just shaking his head going oh lucky mate I'm like it's not lucky it's rubbish I've just bust on 60 whatever he was so bloody idiot uh, yeah I, I remember that I was like dude don't throw that low and he's like proper snatching up oh there's low yeah no score see it thanks very much you mentioned knacker as well there guys and that and that's something else that during these sort of covid times that we've covered off a little bit on the podcast once or twice we've mentioned it begrudgingly that's something else that really has come into its own hasn't it darts uh you know that side of things the knacker um the nexus and the leagues yeah. like that that have all shot up and gd is it gdl do you do you play in that one at all dave we played in the Christmas uh, Grand Slam. I uh, got beat in the first round, sadly. I did manage a few legs, and, uh, and I beat my brother on the leaderboard, so that it was a win for me anyway. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we both got knocked out in the first round, but we we sponsor some of their events, and, and I was playing in a doubles uh, tournament with Barney, one of the guys of Twitter, this week, and uh, I was playing with Dan College, and we won our first game 5-0. And I lost a bottle of rum um, because I left him on bull. Like, ridiculously, I hit treble three when I was going for three. And then uh, that left him, left him on bull anyway, right? And uh, the, he says, if I hit this, Dave, a bottle of double trouble rum my way, yeah? And I'm thinking, there's no way he's hitting it. <laughs> <laughs> first start, and then it goes. Uh, yeah. So that was my experience this week. So we're through to the next round. But yeah, it, it, has, it has been growing. And for us to get involved, is, uh, it's been good fun. We're both hopeless, but uh, it's good fun. Yeah, I, I, I find it, it it's great. I mean, obviously, so I play in one. It's called Stuck at Home Darts League. And, and it's a guy that's down in Stafford. Um, and he he plays for a team in the Staffordshire Super League and Staffordshire Super League is split into like a northern and a southern section and I play in the northern section and th- there's a few of the guys playing in the southern section and he's, he sort of started to run this league um, and I think there's five divisions now uh, of I think it's like five divisions of 12 or something like that and and literally it's like relegation promotion and, and what he does is he, he sorts all the fixtures out you get basically he gives you a week and you organise two fixtures a week and that's it so literally two fixtures a week and you organise amongst yourselves and then you play and he 
um, you basically post a photo of the score, he uploads it, and, and obviously there's a there's a, an online like scoring system. So you've got NAC, but then you've got like a um, it's an app that records the league tables and the fixtures and the results and all of that. And he literally just inputs it onto there. And he does. I mean, to be fair, he does a he does a cracking job. But they just it's just exploded. It's literally just absolutely exploded. And and I find that I'm now playing decent darts and, and actually I'm probably playing a bit better than I have been just because you're playing against better players. You know, players that you wouldn't normally play against because you don't go down to the pub with them. You end up yeah. playing online against them. And, you know, there's some I mean, in the division one there's some really like like proper decent players, you know, you, you county players and stuff and it's I'm getting my ass spanked this season. It's it's horrendous. It's bad. I've played six and like drawn one and lost five. It's like, oh my god. Um, so I might I might be in Division Two by, by the time this airs. <laughs> There's only about three weeks left, so we'll wait and see. But hey ho. But it, it's great, though, isn't it? Just the, the people you see, the the, the different people. Like I'd have never met Mitch, the guy the prosthetic on. I'd have never met him. Would have never come across him. Um, and you know he's now like a darting mate. You know you, you sort of contact him. Oh, you free for now? You fancy Chuck? Yeah, okay, there you go. And and just that whole sort of darts community sense of you know what? Actually, it is a game that you can play effectively. All you need is a a, a board and a camera if you've got it, and yeah. you know what you go. It is brilliant for that, and it has literally just exploded. It, it's been yeah. for me. It's been great because I can't get out and play, you know, down the pub or whatever. So I love it. I keep trying to get Ad involved, but he's like, oh no, I can't. Oh, yeah, I mean, the, the time commitments for the league probably what hinders me from doing it. But I do like the fact that there's different great, like that GDL thing where the different averages for the different levels is quite a good idea. And we, we sponsor yeah. one of the ladies' dark leagues that I think uh, Claire, the woman that runs it, uh, posted earlier saying six or seven months ago she ran her first tournament. There was like eight ladies in it. Now there's three leagues. Um, yeah. And just Anastasia's playing in it and other, other big names and it's all online and she's done it herself and it is right across all of the all of the aspects of the game it seems to be growing online darts yes it is it is brilliant it's phenomenal I'd, I'd love I would love to join in but there's two reasons at the moment is A my dart board is upstairs and the kids are asleep at like 6, 7 o'clock so I yeah. don't really want to wake them up and second of all I am woeful at the minute dude I, I cannot <laughs> hit anything why Why do you keep posting photos that oh look at these new darts I've had oh they went okay 180 Some, 136 finish something's got to change something's got to change but no I've, I've I've been playing absolutely dreadful and a set of darts turned up I think it was yesterday and they uh, the Bobby George ones, sign ones that I won in that competition for protecting the, the school, the Dart Wolf competition. And I thought, I probably shouldn't take these out of the box and have a throw, but that's that's the whole point of darts, isn't it? So I took them out. I tell you what, they were flying so nice. I was banging in the travel 20s. And I thought, I thought, no, I'll best put these back in the box. Yeah, but no, they've been back out again tonight, so I don't know if you can see those. Like, oh, you know, okay. the, 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 they are a traditional big grey dart, aren't they, with the gold yeah. on them? <laughs> yeah, he loves them. Have you played much of? Have you played much of the um, the sort of soft tip stuff or not? Or have you? Me? Well, either of you. None for me. We've no. not got an exit. Because yeah, so. I, I know, obviously, me and Ad were lucky enough to. to we, we won one in one of the, the Dartmouth comps and stuff, and I think we. So we we, we played it for quite a lot initially. But yeah. then, obviously, the explosion of the and I know NAC, and I know this the Nexus stuff do the same, but the explosion of the sort of steel tip traditional darts leagues. So I haven't really played 
I haven't really played sort of soft tip for, for for a while, if I'm honest. I'll be honest. When when we first got it, it got to the point where I actually thought for a second, I, I'm never going back to steel tip. I love this mm. because even though you stand that little bit further back, so you throw from is it eight foot seven instead of seven yeah. foot nine and three quarter, it's it's the 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 doubles and the trebles were so much easier, weren't they? Yeah. I couldn't. I, I couldn't. I couldn't yeah. miss. So yeah, those 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 are my my grip ties, the quantum grip ties there. Uh, but yeah, it got to the point, and then I felt like I was cheating a little bit because it's that yeah. it's, it is that little bit easier. So you know, my 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 best finish on a regular board is I think it was uh, one five one. I think it was. Uh, but you know, I hit. I've never hit. Never hit the big fish. But I played in a couple of games. In fact, I think I hit one against you. I hit a one six seven yeah. against Gaza, um, and I hit a one six seven in a, in a game against somebody. I've not done the nine darter, but I opened up a game uh, against a guy in Japan, one eighty, one eighty, and then the first dart went in trouble twenty, and he quit. He's like, oh come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have been. You might be pretty close to when you played me. I mean, that's ironically, obviously, me and Ad live like almost next door to each other and like literally on the nexus it's like hey, literally like he's in his room now in my garage and it's like we literally could have thrown darts in each other's dartboard and so you know what I mean? it's like, um, but i think you did that to me did you go like 180 then you went treble 20 treble 20 and yeah. i don't know whether you hit the sixth one or maybe the fifth one in the sixth one was like just below and i was like ah and settle down here sunshine you know, don't you carry on like that you know, it's, um but yeah, I haven't played. I haven't played Nexus for. No, it, it, for I, well. I almost felt like it's cheating a little bit because I'm that much better at it. You know, my my average on that it was, you know, was it was over a hundred quite frequently, yeah. and you know, even on a bad day it was ninety plus. Yeah. Um, and well, obviously it's no at the minute. I tell you what, I bet it's about thirty plus. At the well, minute. that's because as well. So obviously when you when you throw at the ball though, because even the outer balls they class as yeah. Well, you can do you can do different games, so you can do traditional. 25 and 50 but they class their out ball as 50 well mm. i'm not being funny that literally feels like cheating so you, yeah. you literally you, like you throw at the out ball and you get 25 and it's like 50 and you're like no come on you yeah. know that, that that does feel a bit like no yeah and that's why really when you see if you ever watch some of the sort of there's the soft tip when they leave a finish literally everything they leave is 50 so they won't leave tops or they won't leave 32 yeah. they will literally leave 50 because they just never miss it. Because yeah. you know you just you just don't. It's um, but yeah. I, I, but it's weird because then when you go back to steel tip, the trebles look absolutely tiny, and I mean tiny. You know, like I'll never hit another one of the, again. <laughs> yeah, how did I hit these in the first place? I know. So when we come up to Scotland, we'll definitely, definitely give you guys a game of darts. And we've furnished our non-darts player Andy with a set of darts. Have you had a chance to have a throw of those yet, dude? No, <laughs> <laughs> all the uh, I don't have a board, do I? And all the pubs are shut. Ah, of course, yeah. Um, course. But I might be getting one of them um, offices in your garden, like a shed thing. Oh yeah. So if if we get one of them, I'll, I'll have a dartboard up. Oh, uh, win it, win it, yeah. You're definitely gonna, you get definitely gonna have to do that, dude. Yeah, 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 you need to practice. And that those darts I gave you, they're a set of golden eyes, and they've got a bit of history as well, you know, dude. Because I, I nearly gave him my A.D. Lewis Gen 3s, which we beat the Guinness World Record with the first time, Gaza. Yeah. Um, I couldn't I couldn't bear to part those. And then I considered these ones just because I know I knew he'd like the case. I don't know if you see those, the, the, the Ted Hankies, the coffin-shaped case. Well, I thought I couldn't part with those as well because I like the case too much as well. 
So I, I gave him the set of golden eyes, which we had, which I used for 36 hours in a failed Guinness World Record attempt. <laughs> so yeah, there's a bit of history behind. I know it's a history of failure, but there's still a bit of history <laughs> in those. When so you do your to... next uh, world record, I'll I'll come and chuck them. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah you can take what, my place. <laughs> which ones? What what dots do you use then, Dave? Do, are, are you? I used I used the marbles for quite a while. Um, yeah. And I got on all right with them and I had a couple of 180s and then I got sent a set of performance darts that I think a guy called John Haler designed them and uh, they're they're narrower and they just, I'll, I'll go and grab them uh, while he's chatting, but they, they just seem to suit me and I've tried a load of other sets since yeah. getting these ones and I just go back to them. They just, I don't know what it is, there's something about them they just suit my throat. Um, yeah. Yeah, and even when I tried to go back to the Marto ones, it just didn't. It just seemed to it, go it, even more it's, it's, it's weird because I like Ad was. He's not the biggest tinker man that, that I know in terms of the darts because that that's little Daz who plays it on a Thursday night with us because he literally has like thirty sets of barrels, like fifty different sets of stems and like loads of different length points and all these sort of stuff. But and Ad sort of has. Yeah, I mean, you have quite a few sets of darts, don't you, really? And I, mm. for years, I got given my set, and genuinely, I don't know what make they are. Um, I've I've weighed them, so about 21 gram. Um, but I don't know, I don't know what make they are. And, and I've posted a couple of photos online, so I've said, does anyone know what these are? And a couple of people said, oh, they look like an old um, Steve Beaton type dart. And then somebody said, oh, they look like an old. But I got given them. And I'm 47 now, and I think I got given them when I was like 21 or 22. And one of my dad's friends was just throwing, and he goes, Here, try these guys. And I threw them, and they went and they stuck in, you know, the right angle or whatever. So, sort of flight up as opposed to flight down. And I was like, Oh, they feel okay. And literally, they're the only set of darts I've used for the last 20, however many years. Um, having said that, I, I'm to the point now, I, there's a real bit in me that thinks, should I just be trying to tinker and I want something with a little bit more grip or I want something with a little bit more and obviously the onset of like your, your points that effectively have they're not just your standard steel point you know you've got obviously your knurls on them and you've got your ridges on your points so it's like I, I, do I need something that sit right and I'm proper contemplating starting to tinker but I know for a fact if I start tinkering like that'll be it and I'll pick up my old set again and I'll be like oh they just don't feel the same do, do you know what I mean it's like that comfort blanket I just don't want to I don't want to start tinkering because once I start I won't be and until I find it, you know another decent set I won't be able to stop and I just think you know I've been playing with these darts for so long now and I've got okay and I can play okay with them and stuff so I just I just don't want to start tinkering but I know that the technology's moved on so much that oh, the barrel the barrel, you know, the, the the grip of the barrel and, and the, the design of where they put the, the grips and all of that sort of stuff has now changed just so dramatically. Um and, and little Daz actually plays for, uh, on, on a on a Thursday. He's got like his own little workshop and he's got a repointing tool and this, that, and he's got loads. And I'm like, right, after lockdown, I'm definitely coming to sort of Daz's workshop and I'm definitely gonna just <laughs> tinker around and have a little play and stuff and see, see how we get on. Cause there's gotta be something out there that does exactly the same as what my darts do, but maybe give you just a bit more grip. Mm -hmm. Just a bit more grip on the barrel is what I'm after, you know. So, 
Yeah, because have you got some? Actually, speaking about Goon Prey, you got some of Goons, didn't you? Did you yeah, say they, yeah. they diamond cut or whatever they yeah, were? The, these are the elements. So there's the Goon price elements. I don't know if you can just see those there. So uh, yeah, it's it's got its sort of jagged design at the top, and then the standard rings there. But I don't know if you'll be able to make this out if you're watching it on YouTube. They're they're coated in a diamond dust, and when you first get them, it's really really severe to the point. Actually, it was cutting my fingers. It was really wow. roughing up the end of my fingers that the diamond dust was, but now it's pretty much worn off. And I think it's it's about 60 quid to get them recoated. Yeah. But they're, yeah. They're, they're just about the right level of grip now. And I do use these a fair bit, actually. I was using these up until, up until Christmas. Anyway, David, did you want to show? Have you just run off and got your darts there? I did. I did. So there were the. That was the Marto ones I used. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Um, and then that's the one, the performance dart, Relentless, no. I think. Called, um, oh, okay. That I've been using, and they—they they just seem to suit me. Mm. Just, just hold that up again. Just hold it up. You just, just take it back towards you a little bit. Yeah, I see. Actually, yeah. So, so just at the bottom of the barrel there, that's very similar to the sort of shape that at oh, oh, the bottom of mine. They're so slightly rounded at the bottom, and they're they're slightly, yeah. if you excuse the expression, they're slightly more bulbous at the bottom of the barrel than they are at, at the at the top of the barrel. Where the and I actually think that actually a slightly slimmer barrel might be better. And um, so that, that, but they would, they, mine look, they look quite similar to that. But like I say, genuinely, I, I don't know what, I don't know what make they are. So I couldn't even go to someone saying, you know, what are they? Uh, to be fair, Andy, he, he, he knew somebody, one of the guys that plays with us, he knew someone and he made a new set of darts. He said, I know this guy that makes them. And, and basically, he drew around on a bit of paper, he, 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 he sort of sketched around my, barrel and he measured right. it and he went right i need it like 50 millimeters there and i need it and this guy basically made a set of darts for me and that didn't cost me anything and they are very 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 similar but they're just not quite do they right, throw the same I mean. do they throw the same they do and they're the same weight but because they feel slightly thinner at the end it feels slightly different in your hand because the shape is fractionally different so it's a bit like and they go okay, but my worry is obviously if I break a set of dart, if I break one of the ones I've got, I haven't got another set. I can't. I don't know what they are. I can't replace them. So I literally would have like n no set. So, um, so yeah. yeah. So I, are you familiar with Finbar Saunders? Yeah, from Viz. <laughs> Two play on Saunders because I tell you what, that was lit. That that conversation was literally littered with them. I could see Andy smirking. <laughs> I was waiting to say some other thought. No, no, I'll just wait. <laughs> and just kept just coming jump in at any time, Andy. It's fine. Just <laughs> wait. <It's> fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you, another set of darts that I know Dave owns is I picked up a, a, a set myself. I don't know if you can make those out. The the Loxley Robins. So Loxley, yep. a relatively new company, but actually yeah, they had a fair bit of representation, didn't they, at the, 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 yeah. on the darts over the week? Yeah. And I tell you what, these I think you, you're more a middle gripper, aren't you? But I, I grip these in the middle, and these do fly quite nicely to begin with. And those are the, the, the flights there that Mr. Johnny Cree designed for us. I don't know if you can make that out or if it's oh, shiny too wow. much. Yeah, a bit shiny there. I can't quite yeah. make them out, yeah. We'll, we'll, there you oh, go. Oh, that's better. That, yeah, there you go. That's there better, go. yeah. Yeah, the tall boy radio flights and the L-style, yeah. Yeah, very nice. So yeah, so speaking of darts, then you 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 offer them up a set of darts in your competition. How are they coming along now? Where where are we with the production of your darts? Zach sent us a photo the other day, and all that needed to be done was the paint to be applied. I don't know, did I not send you? I meant to send you to say they're no be long. 
basically. But yeah, so I don't think they're far away. Oh, awesome. Oh, the, the wife will be delighted to know that I'm paying for another set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I dread to think, I mean, Daz obviously, but I dread to think what he spends. <laughs> to be fair, he's like, well, we're in lockdown, so I'm not spending my money on anything else. He said, I'll just spend them on sets of dogs. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've I've got probably you know I don't I've got a couple of sets which are about sixty seventy quid, but it's the shot darts which I like, which are quite expensive because they come from New Zealand. So I've got these are the ones I, I like to use the Harriers shot Harriers. I know you can make them out there. We, yeah. Those are quite a nice one. They don't look particularly grippy, but they are. And then these are a blue set as well, which I think these are about I think they're about seventy or eighty quid when I bought them. I don't think they're quite that bad now. But these are a uh, the Wild Frontier uh, darts, which is pretty yeah. cool. You'll out there won't you, as well, Andy. So yeah, but I'm looking for, looking forward to having a, tr- a crack of the old double trouble darts. See how they fly. Yeah. So go on and tell us a little bit about this competition because that is one heck of a prize bundle you put up. It is. A, it is probably the, the biggest prize bundle we've done, and. Uh, mm. There is, we've not announced this yet, but Scott uh, suggested that we buy a number ourselves and then if uh, if we win it, everyone that's bought a number will go on to a wheel to them. So it's like you're getting two shots, basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, the, the prize bundle's pretty cool. It's uh, the surround that we had made um, by uh, Tom Furnell, uh, the, the darts that Zach's designed. The coffee table that we made out of one of the boards, the T-shirt, like the three bottles of spirits, the hip flasks that are coming. So a one seven five, like a decent sized hip flask, basically. And I kind of remember what else, but it was a cool prize. Yeah, uh, I did yeah. want to enter myself, but uh, yeah. probably not. Right. That would be cool though if you you know you, you you and Scott get a number and then if yours comes up then. You know, it's almost like that wheel of fortune. Just spin the wheel, and then like just, and you can just watch it coming round. You know, yeah. that that would be that'd be decent. That'd be quite cool. Right, so the sixth of March is the draw for that, and, and like I think we'll sell all of the numbers within the next week or two. Um, yeah. I think there's only there's only twenty left, um, and it's the the lottery bonus ball that we're just allowing to choose the winner. Um, so I've given everyone that's bought their number. Um, and it takes the pressure off us drawing out a hat because then it's down to the lady lottle. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I, I suspect by the time this podcast drops, which will be Friday, the did we say twenty third? Yeah, I suspect. Yeah. I suspect it will have sold out by then because it is. It's you know, I'm not surprised. Though. That that prize is phenomenal. I, I I don't know if I missed it there, but there, there was another thing on offer there as well, which was taste testing your next product as well you were guaranteed taste tester for that (laughs) that's the best Uh, bit you can't forget that dave (laughs) is that a nice segue into what's the next product going to be there well you say that he's i'm I'm as subtle as a brick aren't i that's why i left it off uh, to give you the chance to get that in (laughs) go on then Do, do you have an idea then do you have an idea yeah, yeah, so we've done our plan for the year. We know what we're going to do. I think we'll probably do four things. I'm not going to reveal them all. Uh, I've chased up our whiskey supplier, so I'll let you know once that's sorted. I'm hoping they'll reply soon because we left them in peace in the lead up to Christmas because they, uh, they were super busy. But hopefully we'll have the whiskey soon. Um, so I'm just trying to decide what should I tell you about. Um, so one of the things that we're going to do is we are going to do much like we did for the disability darts thing we're going to do something for ladies darts where a proportion of the profits will go to 
a grassroots Lady Stars teams. I'm not exactly certain how we're going to do it yet. We've we've got some feedback on approaches. I did think about do we just make it a prize for the UKDA tournaments or do we do something else? Um, I, we're probably going to find a way to get it to teams um, and and make it a draw for teams so that it benefits like that they may not otherwise get funding and, and and through the normal channels. So so we need to follow that method, but it's going to be a pink gin. Um, we need to decide on um, basically we'll go pink for a month or two. Um, yeah. So one of the one of the tasting teams will include uh, will include a pink gin, and it'll mm. be. Uh, I'm trying to think. We will. We've got pink beer mats coming. We've got pink labels done. Uh, so we've we've got pink darts and pink flights and stuff like that. So there'll be a few things that we'll do to promote it. Um, but that'll be. We're probably going to do that after the Disability Darts World Cup. Yeah. Um, so that, that's going to be one of them. And then the other one that loads of people have been asking us about, and, and, and I'm hoping that we can do this year, is beer. Um, oh, so, wow. Now that's okay. interesting. Now we're talking. Now Andrew's ears have perked up. <laughs> look at him there. He, look at him. There's movement in the old dog. Look at him. <laughs> Andy, if we do do beer, what... Um, what what types? What's what's your favourite? Uh, alcoholic. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing too sour. No no Duchess. No Duchess. Yeah. Like a nice a nice Belgian sort of blonde wheat tea white wheat beer would be brilliant for me. The way Andy, I've just stolen your thunder there, but go on. <laughs> I know the way that I'm thinking about doing the beer. Um, if we if we get it up and running, we can find the right person to work with. Which fingers crossed, um, we have done. We'll probably do just loads of different beers a year. Every time there's a new batch, we'll see. So because I think what we find is whenever we launch something new, we sell a lot. And then when we're not launching something new, we tend not to sell that much. Um, yeah. so I think and, and that's just what people are like. They want to try new things. And, and so the more often we can bring new stuff out, the better because um, it keeps it fresh. So that's what we hope to do. I won't talk about any of the other ones. I'll save that for another episode. But yeah, that's two, two of the things that we're hoping to do this year. Wow. Uh, and the beer will be after the Pink Gym. Um, but my hope is that we'll do something that's a bit like, uh, whether it's every two months or every three months, that there's a new beer brought out that's, uh, that's especially for the Dutch community and, and that we whether we do it on subscription or, or something like that. You know, there's a bit more thought needed, but that's the two products that we're hoping to launch this year, or two of them. And I'm just, and if it's for the darting sort of community, and I don't know, because obviously you've just sprung it upon us, in terms of sort of naming the beers, are you going to go sort of arrows, you're going to go bullseye, you're going to go bully, you're going to go treble, you know, is that what is that what the thought is? It'll all be themed around the, the wow. dark side. Brilliant. I was just going to say, one, one of Andy's favourite beers, actually, is a triple hops. So maybe a treble hops. Yeah. So, so one of the, when we first got started, somewhere, I think it was Dan Dawson said, hey, oh, when you bring it a beer, will it be called Max Hops? Um, oh, oh, nice. nice. Genius. Yeah, Absolutely that, yeah. genius. <laughs> so there's a few like that. that we, I'm sure we can come up with a couple that will uh, keep it <laughs> No, oh, definitely, definitely, that's definitely. brilliant. That's that's brilliant. Well, I don't yeah. drink rum, and I've I've been buying yours, so 
I'm sure I'll be buying your beer as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, in, term, in terms of what, just going back to what you said, you were doing for to the, the ladies' darts, it, have, you, have you got any ideas in terms of sort of how that, how that's going to work? How that? What? What is the competition element? Is there any thoughts? Is Sarah going to be involved? For example, I know you. You obviously support Sarah. So is she going to be involved? Or whether she's involved promoting her? No, I'm not sure. But we. My hope is that it helps ladies' darts in the UK really. So right, okay. we've got a few players that we work with that are that are play local and playing the the ladies um, PDC and things like that, or yeah. have done. Um, and we've really been talking to them about it, and, and other people like Lorraine, um, when Stanley and asking their right. views on how we should do it. And there's a, there's a few different ways being suggested. Um, and I think in my head at the moment, the way I think we'll do it is we'll get teams to say they'd like to be part of it, and uh, yeah. we'll tell them the concept every bottle sold, you get X amount of money from it, or yeah. X amount of money goes into a pot, and then we'll do some sort of draw. Can he win it twice or something like that? Can he win it twice in the same two-year period or is that something along those lines that just makes it fair and some some will benefit someone, but until we're at a point where we're uh, scaled yeah. up to the level, then uh, we're yeah. probably not going to be helping everybody. I'm just, I mean, uh, uh, visions of grandeur and all that. Like back in the day, that they used to do. Um, I think it was like Skull or who or Tenants, I think it was back in the day. And they they did like um effectively they got a couple of their better players, county players or England players, and, and they would tour like the local sort of pubs, clubs that would have darts teams. And what would happen is you you would get drawn against one of these four or five good players. And irrespective yep. of whether you won or lost, it was a guy that sort of averaged the most on the night. And then effectively you went to like a finals night and then the finals night was each of the individual players got to play Eric Bristow. So that that was like, you know, so he was up on stage and I think there were 12. So there were 12 different pubs or clubs and there was one representative from each of those and they got up on stage and you drew your number and it's like, right, right, Dave, you're on number one, Adam, you're on number two, Randy, you're on number three and so on. And But obviously what they did as they were touring, they were obviously promoting their drinks and they were promoting their, their products and their merch and stuff. And, and I, I, I was just thinking there, could, could you get somebody like Lorraine or maybe Anastasia or whoever it may be or, or do, and you can then get into the different pubs, clubs to promote your products to, I, I don't know, is it a competition element you wanted or was it more of a, a, a prize draw? So I think, we're really hoping that it can benefit where it's most needed, right? So, so we've sort of moved away from making it a like a prize fund because then the best players are going to win, and they probably yeah. are already, yeah. right? So, um, it was more about how do you get it that means darts grows in the right areas and where there's funding needed, that's where it goes, and and, and it does need more thought. But you can tell I've now properly, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. In my own mind, is the best way to do it. But yeah, so ideas welcome. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Thinking, thinking hats and all that. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. When the when COVID starts to um, ease, or hopefully, and pubs start playing again, that will be. We'll try and get around as many as possible. And I say that yeah. as 
start a new job on Monday and probably <laughs> I'm not going to have as much time as I usually so yeah oh fair play I mean one thing I would say though when you do the beer not a ham flavoured beer no you're not a fan of that no <laughs> no no I've opened the second can but you know it's a fairly strong one so the, the more I drink the less I care but I wouldn't recommend it one, one thing I obviously what's that sorry no marshmallow and ham no, no, no. Funny that, yeah, that, that doesn't work. You'd, you'd have thought it's a you know, genuinely good idea. So while we got you here, obviously you know I will have had an idea for another product for you, but I'll give Gaz and Andy an opportunity just in case they have any pitches first before I jump in with one. No, do you know what? Not in terms of a new idea, but it goes back to something that was possibly mentioned like right back in the day when it might have been the first time you came on with this, Dave, was where Adam mentioned doing like a Hawaii 501 and it was a, 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 a like a, a flake. Oh, 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 I saw that. And, yeah. and, it, and so it, it, I think it was because you see, I, I liked that idea and, and that stayed with me. And I was like, I wonder whether he'll do something. So it, it's, it wasn't a new idea. It was more of a, a development of a concept that maybe has been mentioned previously. Yeah. yeah, so so that may or may not be one of the other things that we'll do in twenty twenty. Yes, there we go. There we go. <laughs> or at least, at least try and do. Well, if if you've got four ideas, hopefully I'll I'll try and make a fifth then, because one one of the other spirits which you don't do, and maybe maybe this is your fourth. Uh, you, uh, to be fair, you know, if you're yeah. watching this on YouTube, his, his face is fairly easy to read. <laughs> if I say it now, <laughs> it's a tequila. Right, a tequila. I don't know how easy they are to produce. I know Gas Monkey Garage, if you watch Fast and Loud, they do a cinnamon-flavoured tequila, which I'm, I'm desperate to get my hands on. You can't get it in the UK, but if my cousin Bo's listening to this one, send it over in the post. Just say it's a pair of shoes or something. Um, yeah, my idea was, obviously, it's darts-themed, so I was thinking bullseye. And maybe bullseye sweets were peppermint flavored. And I wondered if peppermint tequila might just work okay. Because we yeah. tried, do you remember, guys, back in the day when we were trying the different tequilas in that Mexican restaurant? We had yeah. a coffee flavored tequila. And, yeah. it, and it was outstanding. Yeah. It's something that you wouldn't think would work, but it was phenomenal. It was. No, no, it was. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So it also doubles a mouthwash as well. Didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, actually, I bought a candy cane flavored gin over Christmas as well, and it might as well have been mouthwash that one. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so no, I, I, tequila, I, tequila is a good one from a darts perspective because the the roots that are used to make tequila are also used in the production of dartboards, aren't they? Yeah. Yes, and that was going to be my next point. Yeah, so see, so it's all tied in there with that bullseye theme. Yeah, it's one of the we've thought about that. I, I'm not sure how to do it, to be honest, Adam. But uh, and I don't know whether whether it's a bit like brandy and cognac, where you're not allowed to call it tequila unless it's made in a region in Mexico or whatever. I'm not sure yeah. the laws are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it could be one of the things that we do. Not necessarily in 2021. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds like yeah. you've got a sounds like you've got a, a busy a, year. A busy twenty twenty a busy twenty twenty one. COVID yeah. willing, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So then, so we, we we've talked there about the online game. We talked about what's next for Double Trouble. We've you know, we've talked about um Gerwin Price. So who, who just just let's just throw out a general bit of chit chat about the darts. Let's find out who people's favourite players are. Who wants to go first, sharing their favourite players and why? Over the years, over the years or current, yeah. or does it matter? Or, 
either, dude, if you... Oh, um, I don't think you can really look past Phil Taylor, can you? You know, he's, he's just legend. He's, he wouldn't be my favourite. I actually quite like Wayne. I actually quite like Wayne yeah. Hardley. I loved his walk-on. I mean, he, was he world champion walk-on? Whatever. He did this thing on Twitter, <laughs> didn't he? did a, <laughs> yeah. a walk-on world champion, whatever, which was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, so, Wayne, if you're listening, um, well done for that. Um, yeah, he, he was quite entertaining. Um I, I, currently, the guy the guy that I like at the moment is um, Dimitri Vandenberg. I think he's I think he's going to be outstanding this year. I think he'll have a I think he'll have a really 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 good year. Um, th- there's a couple. I mean, obviously Jose D'Souza who's who's come on he's come around and and he he's won a major and all that. So there's a couple of guys that, and I suppose it's maybe changing of the guard in as much as uh, don't take this the wrong way, Dave. Obviously, but the, sort of the Scottish. So uh, Anderson I know got to the world sort of final, but maybe on the wane a little bit. Um, people like James Wade, maybe on the wane a little bit. Um, A.D. Lewis on the way, you know, so we're after a new sort of breedy young dark players. I and mean, obviously Van Gerwen and, and Gerwen Price are still fantastic. But uh, a couple of the, the sort of, I mean, Whitlock's had a bit of a resurgence, but a couple of the younger guys, I think, I mean, Joe Cullen, I think he he's in for it. Yeah, I think he's in for sort of rocks. Is he rock star 180 or whatever he is, or rock star? I think he's in for a really big year. Um, but for me at the moment, I, th- I do quite like Dimitri Vandenberg. I like the way he goes about his darts. I like his temperament on the dart board. I quite like his walk on as well. He does a little silly dancing and stuff. Um, so yeah, he, he's pretty he's pretty cool. I think at the moment. Um, I, I th- thought for I thought for sure, dude, you're going with James Wade, given the fact you look just like him. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, and when I played darts left-handed as well, I literally <laughs> that I was like, "That's James Wade." Oh, he, he's all right. Excuse my friend, you're not fat shudder now. There is way heavier than I am now, so I'm not listen, having that. Listen, you said that, not me. <laughs> James, if you're listening, I apologise. <laughs> Back in the day, though, when he first came, he was he a mechanic? And literally, when he first came on, he's like, and you're like, "Oh my god, who's this?" And then, obviously, over the years, when he's sort of dropped off his mechanic work and he's now increased his dart work. I think his sort of weight's gone from here down to here, I think, but... Happens um... to the best of us. <laughs> Is that your excuse? That's your yeah, excuse yeah. and you're sticking to it. Yeah, not ham flavoured uh, beer. Right, go on then, Andrew. Who's your, who's, who's your favourite then at the moment? Then Who, who obviously Gerwin, obviously, but... Yeah, yeah, because of the Wales connection. I like Gerwin Price. You know, as we said at the start, I'm not a big fan of those kind of antics. It's, it's, not, it's not me, you know me. I'm a fairly quiet and retired kind of guy I don't particularly like it I think it's unnecessary um but he's well so you know I, I obviously I've, I feel obliged to support him but the one I, the one I really do enjoy watching at the moment and I always have done for quite a few quite a few years now is MVG you know when he hits a rhythm he's just unplayable and I just love watching that thing when you just know as soon as he throws a dart he's not going to miss and it's yeah. just fantastic to watch, I think, when he... Really MVG up. was brilliant. And one of the best, I say best bits of commentary and stuff was, it came up on a, on, on a Facebook and Twitter feed, and it was when he, he nearly went back to back nine darters. Yeah. yeah. And he, he so he literally threw 17 perfect darts. He hit a nine darter, and then he kicked off 180, 180, hit the treble 20, hit the treble 19, and then just missed the double 12 for literally back to back. And like, as a darts player, fan... You just like, you like literally like, oh my god, he's going to do it again, sort of thing. And the commentary was was just sensational. Um, but go on then, Dave. Who, who, who would you who would you say? Then? Who's your sort of favourite at the moment? Then, in terms of favourites, like that, that we've met, 
I quite liked Glenn Durant and the way he, uh, so we were, were at a charity event where he was one of the players and the way that he conducted himself, I thought he was quite, uh, he came across really well, Devon, I think. Uh, yeah, Devon, yeah. Really well, and it'd yeah. be good to see him do something. Uh, but yeah, quite like, uh, I'm still a fan of Gary Anderson. I still, uh, I still would like to see him go and do, I mean, he did talk at the end, I did. It's funny when he's moaning. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I love him comes with as well uh, and then our views and that he's just a normal down-earth guy that, that doesn't like the nonsense that goes on on stage. And, and he, yeah. he's from near where Scott and I are from. Um, so there's a home connection there. I think my dad used to work beside his dad. There is some uh, weird connection somewhere. Um, so yeah, so I'm a definite fan of him and I'd like to see him do well again next year um, yeah. or well next year in comparison. He did talk about uh, his back and his plan to be around for a while. Yeah, actually, you know, Devon is is quite a good shot because he's had a really good year this year and obviously he's been around for, for years now, really. Um, but this last year, He's he's had like a without winning like a major as such you know he's had a really good year on the floor he's had a really good year in terms of sort of quarterfinal semifinal appearances I, I just hope that he carries on on that mm. sort of growth as such because I mean the other one local to us and he's an absolute he's a top guy is Ian White I mean obviously you know um, Ian plays in the the Super League that that I play in and and I'm obviously I get battered by him when, when I play him. Um, but he, he, he's he's such a he's such a nice guy. He's a proper just down to earth, genuinely like nice guy. He's absolutely bonkers. He is literally bonkers, <laughs> um, but in a nice way. He's brilliant. Um, and and so Nathan, he, I so is Nathan, is Nathan Aspinall near you as well? He's near he's near Andy actually. He's Stockport, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's, he's slight, slightly yeah. slightly more north than us. He's um, he's a some some more Manchester. Lad, um, but he does a he does a lot with the the disability darts in Stockport. If you, um, yep. is it Tom Wilson? Uh, Tom Snoopy, Tom Snoopy Snoopy Wilson, yeah, yeah, he, um, he, yeah, he's yeah. all yeah, he's always sharing loads of stuff that he does with the Stock, Stockport Disability Darts League. Yeah, well, I think Tom Tom has just got to thirty k. I think yeah, he's just raised. I think, he, I think he's raised thirty k for uh, is it prostate cancer or something he does as yeah. well. I think so. Brilliant. And there's That's him and there's um, is it Eddie Bailey. As well, I think is another guy who they work sort of quite closely together in terms of sort of fundraising and stuff. But um, so yeah, fair, fair play. Um, but yeah, Ian's Ian's an absolute. Who I'd love to get him on our podcast, and I'd sort of I tweet him every now and then. But he's world number twelve or whatever. So we're probably small frat for him. You know, <laughs> he's used <laughs> yeah, to like yeah. talking to whoever. He'd be like, oh, do you fancy just coming chat to us for a bit? Ian, I don't know. You know, so if you are listening, Ian, you know. Hook, hook me up and you know drop drop me a tweet in a way you never know. Um, but yeah, he, he's the and he's always one because he's local and I played him and and you know he's always one that obviously I look out for look out for his results and stuff. So um, and he's another one who he's never really done it on the big stage and I know he's sick of hearing that because everybody says that. But as a floor player, he's almost second to none. His averages on the floor are just incredible. Um, but he just can't seem to do it in the big tournaments. Maybe a bit of doubling, bit of, excuse the pun, bit of double trouble. Um, mm-hmm. But but he sco- you know he does score for fun that guy, um, and I'd love to see him win one just to get that sort of monkey off his back, just to say you know I have won one. Look, I can do it on the big stage, sort of thing. Um, 
But yeah, so he, he's decent. I always look out for his ears as well. And what about yourself, Andy? Any players that, that tickle your fancy? Um, <clears throat> I was trying to think back to my bullseye days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Now, the, the only few times I've watched darts, it's always been um, Andy Fordham. So, yeah, um, yeah, the Viking, yeah. The Viking, yeah. I like, I like the hair. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't, I, I can't say I, I particularly watch darts, to be honest. <laughs> well, then, last question then. We'll, we'll tie it in with the, the, the current episode. So, music as well. Music is key in darts as well because every player has their walk on music. So, I'll go first to give you guys, you three guys, something to think about there, what your walk on music would be if you did. Now, for me, as a Welshman, it's got to be, uh, well, half Welsh, you should say. Uh, it has to be the old crooner himself, Tom Jones. Tom Jones. So it would be Tom Jones singing 200 pounds of heavenly joy. Yes, I am more than 200 pounds. We don't need to share that fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great song if you've ever heard it. Um, yeah, 200 pounds of heavenly joy. And I have heard him perform it live as well, which is wonderful. Who wants to go next? Dude, um, when when we played years ago, when we started playing cricket, um, not when I started playing cricket, but when sort of T20 first arrived on the scene, and obviously used to have music playing and stuff, I, I used to walk out to Eminem, lose yourself. So that was what, <laughs> so that, that, now whether or not if I was playing DOS, I'd lose myself in the crowd and never actually make it, to, I don't know, but there's some sort of, but I, so that was one that, but, that was one that you sort of, I say, adrenaline and got yourself pumping and stuff. And so, I, just because I've, I've had it played when I was playing cricket, I'd have to just say that probably just Eminem lose yourself. That that's what it'd be probably. Fair play, fair play, Dave. Well, I've not really had to think about this until now. Uh, it's not been something I've worried about. I need to have featured. But in the two seconds you gave me to think about, it, I'm thinking probably along the Scottish lines, probably the Proclaimers. 500 miles because yeah. the number of darts I throw in each leg. On <laughs> 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 well, one of my mates picked up on the on the was it in a semi final or might have been the final with Anderson, like one of the sets. And so this isn't this isn't a leg. One of the sets was won in 34 darts. That was the set. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, why I threw in a leg. <laughs> yeah, that was that was ridiculous. Yeah, it was Gerwin Price. But his, was it like his, a, his, his average ridiculous. was some his average was like 140 for the set. It was ridiculous. It was like an 11 dart, 11 dart, and a 12 dart. Yeah, some, it was Like it was incredible. Yeah. But, what about go on, Andy? What you know, you're, you're a fan of music. You must have something you'd like to walk out to. Oof. Um, I won't have a clue. I was. I keep thinking hammer time. <laughs> well, Andy has that. So obviously another local guy, just Andy, Andy Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. He has that. It, it's oh. funny because he tweeted. He tweeted something about, it and he says so somebody was talking about um, walk on musics and stuff. And and Andy said, well, obviously due, due to my name um, and due to my nickname, I said I was sort of no real choice really. So I had to have it really, you know. So, um, but Andy, for listening, get involved with us. You know, gives us. Give me a tweet. You can come on and talk about your uh, choice of music. But yeah, Hammer Time. I mean, that's decent, isn't it? Hammer Time. <laughs> it Just is. something that gets the crowd going. You know, you want something. You're going to walk on. The crowd know the words. It's dead easy. It's an anthem. You know, and the crowd can get involved. That That's, you know, that's what you want. 
What's what's your favourite walk-on music then from 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 any of the players? Anything jumps out? Hawaii Five Hundred One is always decent. Goes, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> he comes on, he does all his little thing when he does his dance. That was decent. The the one for me, and I can't think that I can't think which dark player it is, but it's Sweet Caroline. So he goes, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, so, yeah. Sweet Caroline, because that they're literally the crowd just like they just get involved, don't they? So, so, so that that's decent, sweet Caroline for me. That that that's that's a proper good choice. That is. Yeah, I, I like MVGs. Do you know what I mean? When he's coming out to the, is it the, what? I forget who did it originally. Uh, what? Oh, it was Seven Nation Army, isn't it? Oh, so right, yeah. That, that, White, stripes. Uh, White stripes. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah, obviously they they redid the music just for him. So it's just the instrumental. So it's just oh, Michael Van Gogh in yeah. quality, quality. Yeah, decent. Any any favourites for you, David? Before we sign out, uh, so what was the one that we? Uh, the last time we were at Blackpool, it was Vincent Van Der Vert's uh, noise walk on, but the chant that they sing for him. Um, do you know what? Do you know, uh, uh, oh, they do. Uh, is it? Oh, uh, oh, isn't it like? Um, oh, Dave, you, that's going to bug me now. <laughs> anyway, it work, It works well with double trouble, Jim, um, and that's like when we were when we were dreaming up things of what will let us know that we've done well. Having the crowd singing double trouble, Jim, instead of the words to that walk on uh, that walk on song, was one of our ambitions. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome, wouldn't it? You see, what you need to get is. You need to do, you know, the colo, 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 and then they did that for you. What you need to double, 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 trouble, double. Oh, was, you see was, that was, word? Thinking, tall, 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 tall boy, tall to tall boy. Tall boy radio double. And you could, yeah. Anyway, I, I digress. So that might my way. <laughs> Nice one. So uh, I think we're just a pinch over the hour mark. So should we say our goodbyes? David, thank you very much for joining us. I've really enjoyed this episode. Actually, it's been a little bit different. Uh, if you want to say, you know, say your goodbyes. Thank you. Thanks again for having me on. Next time I'll be drinking. Mm. <laughs> we definitely. Like it. We like yeah. it. I no doubt the wife will have listened to this one. I thought, all oh, right, so that's the pink tin he's going to be buying. There's a few <laughs> other things, <laughs> as, as well as the, uh, the the wag mini skirt. Yeah, the wag yeah. mini skirt. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, well, I imagine that will be sold out by the time I try and get a one of them. <laughs> Andy, it's been good to catch up with Dave and uh, see what new ventures are are coming out and. Uh... Learning about darts. <laughs> yeah, you've got to be excited about the beer as well, dude, don't you? Oh, yeah. That's Andy excited, by the way, Dave. That's Andy excited. Yes, sir. Listen, I've, I've had a hoot. I've, I've really, really, really enjoyed this episode. Look, I love talking about darts. I love talking about beer. It's been great to catch up with Dave. I'm really looking forward to what, what 2021 holds for sort of for, for Dave and, and Double Trouble as a brand and products and all of that sort of stuff. So um, proper, proper thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Loved it. Had a laugh. Great to chat to you guys. Um, see you next time. Yeah, 100%. I, I'd echo that, dude. That really has been, it has been fun. Like you say, good to hear what Double Trouble are up to next. Um, good to know where my money's going to go towards. Um, before I want to sign out, something I should have mentioned at the start, big thank you to Australia. It's our 26th country. 
Uh, yeah. So yeah, so that's 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 another one in that whole is it Antipodean area. So until next time, when no doubt we'll have plenty more stuff to talk about. Take care.